Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Time for another edition of the Eddie Trent Podcast, which is new every Thursday. Podcast1.com and iTunes, always free. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys had a great week. And it's uh, Thursday if you're listening on post day, and that's the day the new episodes go up. So thank you for downloading, subscribing, and streaming, and listening to the Eddie Trunk Podcast, bringing you all sorts of great interviews and some commentary and various other stuff all the time. Remember, if you're shopping on Amazon, do so by starting out at Amazon.com slash shop slash Eddie Trunk. Appreciate you doing so. Just got back from a week in Los Angeles, had a great time there, did a lot of cool things, including going to see Steven Adler play with his new band, which features Constantine Maroulis as his lead singer. Sounding great. I got to tell you, I think this is Adler's best shot at having some post-Guns N' Roses success. Smiling, happy, great band behind him. I think Constantine's a great fit as the singer. And Steven is now headed to Australia and I believe South America where he will be doing uh, this show. And if you think about it, I mean, really, you can't go wrong when you've got a band and you are basically playing Appetite for Destruction with a pretty good band and, of course, the original drummer out up there playing. And, and that's not to be underestimated. Adler brings something to those songs that only he can do. It really is. It's a, a lot of musicians in the crowd were saying it. Very unique swing, very unique style, very unique attack that really only Steven Adler is able to capture when it comes to that classic Guns N' Roses stuff. So it was good to see him. He asked me to intro him, which I did. It was only uh, too nice to to ask me to do that, and I appreciate him uh, allowing me to do that. It was a lot of fun. I also, when I was in L.A., had a chance to check out Chris Robinson and his band, As the Crow Flies, which is all Black Crows played by Chris Robinson, Killer, killer band. Marcus King, very young guitar player in his early 20s. He ripped on second guitar, Audley Freed, who was in the band Cry of Love 
If you never heard those Cry of Love records, check them out, especially the first one, which is called Brother. It's such a good record, and it was such a good band. A little too much jamming for my tastes, but still, Chris Robinson sounding great, doing all that Black Crows material, really a lot of fun. Really, really enjoyed that as well. That was at the Wiltern in L.A., which was packed with people to see Chris Robinson do the Black Crows. So good trip to L.A. I'll be doing a lot more stuff in L.A. to be announced soon, revolving around my daily radio show on Sirius XM 106 volume, which is called Trunk Nation, and you can hear live every day, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, replaying every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, always available on demand on the Sirius XM app. And it was great to do a week of shows with some great guests from L.A., Last week, you'll be hearing two of those guests on this week's podcast. More to come, including Gavin Rossdale, Rob Zombie, and some others that joined me last week. This week, two shorter interviews, but we'll do a double dip because they're a little more brief. First up, Brett Michaels getting ready to go out on tour with Poison, who are uh, touring with Cheap Trick this summer. We'll talk to Brett, who called in from rehearsal or going to rehearsal in L.A. He was supposed to come into the studio, was not able to. Then later on, a new interview with all four members of Alice in Chains. They were in the New York studio while I was in L.A., and we joined them over the conference line between the two studios. So you'll enjoy these interviews. Two very different worlds of rock, but still two very cool rock worlds nonetheless. Brett Michaels up first and Allison Chain second in a double dip Eddie Trunk podcast. Remember, remind others about this podcast. Be sure to spread the word. Thank you for uh, listening wherever you do so in the world. You can always connect with me. Eddie at EddieTrunk.com is the email address. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Eddie Trunk. And like I said, EddieTrunk.com has got your music news, all my appearances as well on the homepage. Speaking of appearances, you're spending a lot of time in Tulsa once again coming up, headed there next week. I will be hosting Rocklahoma coming up Memorial Weekend once again, and that rolls into hosting a show on May 30th at the IDL Ballroom with Striper. So I'll be sticking around Tulsa a little extra time to do that additional show as well. So, so much good stuff going on. It's a summer concert season, finishing up the debut season of my brand-new TV show, Trunk Fest for Access TV. So make sure you... Uh, Check that out, premiering on Access July 1st, 9.30 p.m., 8.30 Central, every Sunday night, starting July 1st, Trunk Fest on Access TV. You do not want to miss that. And I'm real excited for that to debut and for you guys to have a chance to see it. Two more episodes we have left, left by the way, to uh, to shoot before we have the season in the can. So we got a couple more to do, but the first one, I believe, is going to be my show from Sturgis. And I'll give you more information about the debut of that show when we get a little bit closer. Let's get right to our interviews this week. we got a lot going on, and we will get it started by bringing you the interview with Brett Michaels. Brett, as I said, getting ready to go back with Poison. It's interesting because he was kind of on the down low, not doing much at all with Poison for a while, and now another tour with uh, Poison, reuniting with them to go out on the road, like I said, with Cheap Trick and one of the many summer concert packages that are out there this this uh, this coming concert season. So we'll talk to Brett. That'll be followed by my conversation with all four members of Alice in Chains. Straight ahead, 
on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey guys, did you know that hair loss is not necessarily a done deal? In other words, you don't have to deal with it if you don't want to. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. So, here's the deal. You got to try 4hims.com. Because 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness. It's all for us, all for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions, and that'll help treat hair loss, amongst other things. We're not talking about snake oil pills, uh, gas station counter supplements. We've all seen that nonsense, right? These are prescription solutions all backed by science. There's no waiting room, no embarrassment. It's easy. You answer a few quick questions. A doctor, yes, a doctor will review and prescribe you what you need. Products are delivered and shipped to your door. So you got to check it out, and here's how you do it. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. You can see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. And who wants to do that? All you do is go to 4hims.com. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash trunk, T-R-U-N-K. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash trunk. 4hims.com slash trunk. This, this is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey, if you guys love podcasts, check out the Dennis Miller Option. Every Wednesday at Podcast One, the snarky king of comedy is back to provide his no-holds-barred opinion on current events, politics, pop culture, and whatever else is on his mind. Check out the Dennis Miller Option at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Eddie Trunk back with you, and this week's Eddie Trunk podcast. First up, it's going to be Brett Michaels. Second will be all four members of Alice in Chains. But before we get to Alice in Chains, how about we talk to Brett Michaels, who joined me on the phone, checking in from getting ready to go to rehearsal with Poison, and we got Brett for you right now. Enjoy. Always a fun talk. Although I'm thinking he doesn't love me anymore because he was supposed to be here so I could see his smiling face, but he's not. We have him on the phone, Mr. Brett Michaels. What's going on, my friend? Hi, Eddie. I am doing awesome, and I do love you, and you know I love you. I'm <laughs> busting your balls. We have celebrated many, many a party together. We have, and I, I, actually, I actually had the great distinction of visiting and shooting something with the Zach Brown band in Mexico recently at the Brett Michaels suite at the hard rock in Riviera Maya, which I had no idea, Brett, that it was absolutely beautiful. And I had no idea you had a suite that when people ring the doorbell, it even plays talk dirty to me. 
you get a little talk dirty to me on your entrance and see you, you just had to have a little faith in me i told you i was going to work hard on uh on doing that but it's it's uh, i wanted to make it an absolutely great destination spot if people go down there and that riviera meyer that hard rock property is insane i think you know that after being down there it's a insane property but i made a two-level just it's their biggest suite they have for the hard rock chain and it's just over ten thousand square foot and it's a it's a good party it's an amazing spot it's really you did you physically go there and design that thing like you went i mean it's amazing it's it's awesome yeah we went and saw it i'd been down there before to the property and then when they took it over we saw it and what happened was it started out at long story real short it was five thousand square foot and I asked what was being done with the roof, what's being done above it. You know what I mean? Because it, oh, both both levels overlook the ocean. You're right on the ocean. And we went up there, made sure the structure was amazing, and obviously uh, making sure everyone's safe. And then went up, and instead of having 5,000, we built a 10,000 square foot. Just absolute incredible suite to go down to. But it's got a stage in it. It's got a gym in it. It's got, uh, they put the my Harley, the Hollywood taxi from Fallen Angel. Yeah. And we really took our time. And then we went to Las Vegas with Tandem. And we just designed it and built it out. And and listen, I I was fortunate enough to surround myself with really great people that knew what they were doing. And they knew when to let me go and do stuff and knew when to pull me back from the edge uh, and just said that probably may not happen. So mm-hmm. we uh, but we ended up as a team making a really uh, ended up being a pretty awesome suite. Yeah, it's a cool spot. If you get down there, go check it out. So Poison getting ready to go out again, this time with Cheap Trick. How's the tour going? And uh, Well, not the tour. You haven't started that yet, but how are the rehearsals right. going? Rehearsals are going to be amazing. And like I said, I, we, I know we've touched on this many times, but I'm really excited to see CeCe and, and Ricky and Bobby again and, and get together. We're going to have amazing rehearsals, and that's where you put in all the, the really hard work just cutting through the songs we want to do. But this year we're going to really focus on putting back into the set. I want action. I won't forget you fallen angel. Some of the stuff that when we were out with Def Leppard and, and out with kiss and, and, and Motley and all these different bands, um, co-headlining, what happened is, is your set's a little shorter. Now we're going to put all that stuff in and we appreciate it. Don't ever misunderstand me. I love it. And last year with Leopard was with Def Leppard was great. But focusing on rehearsals is going to be amazing. I'm excited, and I really got to say this. We worked hard on designing the look of the show, making sure that obviously the audio is right and visually it's right. But as you know, we're still as poison a true, honest-to-God live rock and roll band. I I don't even use the in-ears. I'm still, uh, you know, the monitor guy. I like that feel of an energetic live show. And so it's it's real honest to God, straight up in your face, live rock and roll. Well, that's the way it should be. And, you know, it, it's interesting because you, you, you started up uh, and started doing some stuff with Poison again not too long ago. So it's, you know, it seems like you're, you're, you're for a long time, Poison was kind of on the back burner, but it seems like you're kind of coming back to it a little bit and enjoying doing this again. I, I know you're, you're still very committed to and passionate about what you do with the Brett Michaels band, but for you now, you're kind of living in the best of both worlds, right? Absolutely. And that's, and honestly, Eddie, that's the way it's always been. There was no set intention not to be with the guys. It was like, we never sat down and said, let's not do this. It just went, we had went hard and strong there for a long time from 99 straight up till probably about 2012. And then there was just a little break period in there. But for me, 
you know, again, we started to hit stuff with the, the Rock Love and Apprentice, Rock My RV, a bunch of reality shows and stuff going on. And I know just now, just in the studio, you had had Rob Zombie on there. And he, him and I, in a lot of uh, similar ways, have that sort of entrepreneurial rock and roll spirit, but both hard workers. I mean, in other words, I've, it's, it's not about getting lucky. It's about working hard at it, coming up with something creative and then actually physically making it happen. That's that that's the gap. You know, when you got to jump that gap, when people say, well, because there's a lot of tons of people out there with great ideas, musically, art-wise, uh, something they want to do here or there, but actually making it happen is the difference. And it, it isn't easy to do that. And that's, that's what I think when you go out there, a guy like Rob and, and it, just saying myself, going out there and working hard to make that happen. And I'm, I'm glad to be back. Cece and, and Bobby and Ricky are fired up and it's, it's going to be as always, an unbelievable energetic show that's the just the way we approach it is with total fun total energy may 18th the first show in irvine and then you roll from there everybody can go to the band's website to find out all the dates no matter where you're listening and that is poisonofficial.com. I'm looking at the dates right here. Uh, the, and, a, and one of the dates, which I will be out hosting, I've been hosting this thing since the very first year it started back in 2007. And I host it every year, and I look forward to it every year. And then that very first year back in 07, the headlining act on one of the days was Poison, and they are back to headline the Saturday night this year, 11 years later, for Rocklahoma. Man, we had some times out there, Brett. We did that when I refer to uh, the parties we've had. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, a blurry vision of Eddie, <laughs> of Eddie Trunk, as as the bus was pulling away. It was a great, but when I say blurry, in the I, I say that in the best light. It was a it, we've <laughs> that's had the best way that I'm seeing, Brett. I, that's my <laughs> best light is blurry. <laughs> good, it's a good blurry visual. It yeah. was one. It was awesome. We had yes, a great... We've had some good times in Rocklahoma. You always do an amazing job, and and we are we are going to make it again incredible and and get to hang out as always and and have some fun. Yeah, so it's Poison and Cheap Trick on the Saturday night at Rocklahoma. So you guys, your your tour that's going out is getting plugged in on that on the Saturday, which is a great spot. Yep. And then you've got uh, all the other shows that you'll be heading out. And there's a third act on the bill, right? Is it Pop Evil yep. you're bringing out? Please, I just wanted to say that Pop Evil amazing band and when i say this same thing this year the tour is just called poison nothing but a good time first of all to be out there with cheap trick i've done a lot of solo shows with cheap trick um a couple years ago it was poison and def leopard and cheap trick these guys put on besides an amazing show every song they do is a hit in their set they're great guys and and we're gonna have a lot of fun and the same thing with pop evil been out with them and i think we've even crossed paths on some solo dates incredible band uh great new record and and single and like i said we're we're going to make it truly a celebration of just really good rock music and a lot of a lot of hits so it's poison and cheap trick and pop evil yeah, Lee from Pop Evil was just on this show not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and he's, yep. he's a great guy, and he works it really hard, and he's been out there working hard, and they're, they're a really good younger band, so I think that's that's actually very cool. You know what's amazing, too, about this, Brett, when I look at this? 
uh, this tour with Cheap Trick, who I absolutely love. I mean, right. countless amazing songs. And in a lot of ways, man, you Cheap Trick is, of course, an older band than Poison, and those guys are older than you guys are. But it's got to be sort of inspirational for you as a singer and a front man to watch and hear what Robin Zander is capable of doing now in his mid-60s. I mean, he looks incredible. Vocally, he's lost nothing. I mean, that for you as a guy, you know, you're getting older in your career as well. You're still at the top of your game, but it's got to feel good to be able to look at a guy like that who's got 10, 15 years on you and say, wow, you know, you can still be that good at that point in your career. Absolutely. We just did a, and I'll say this, um, we were in Las Vegas and we did a private event together and it was myself, uh, solo and cheap trick. And it was, again, he went out there and it was like, and I say this, it's inspirational because never missed a beat. It looked great, played great, sounded great. The band did. And it sounded just like cheap trick that I love and know. And that's what I want to say with Poison and Pop Evil, the same thing we're bringing to the table. It's real fun, in-your-face, great party, rock and roll music, but not missing a beat. In other words, no one's going out there ever stumbling through the motions. It's going to be a, a truly great night of rock and roll. Cheap Trick plays constantly, whether they're playing a club, a theater, an arena, a, a stadium, and I, I, Brad, I don't know if you know this. One time, a few years ago, they told me to pick their set list. They let me write their entire set list for a headline show they were doing. And I did it the night before they played. And I said to them, there's no way you're going to do this because 90% of these songs you won't have had rehearsed and you would have no idea what to do because you need, you need time to rehearse them. And, and and Rick looked at me, goes, rehearse? We've never rehearsed in our lives. Because we just don't... That's where I give just, them credit. <laughs> you can roll in. You can literally, Brett, you can throw any song in that band's massive catalog at them, and they can play it and play it well. It's beyond words weird. No, it's great, though. But that, but that's It's great, but it's insane. Great. It's crazy, yeah. It's, it, it is. And we, and I say this, going out there with us, knowing that when we rehearse, I say this, we rehearse a ton of songs. And then we come back and say, look, um, we want to, obviously you're playing the hits, but you also want to put in Cat Dragon. You want to throw in a look, but you can't touch. You want to hit them with some stuff that we did on like a Lesson Zero soundtrack, stuff that we remade. But no matter what you want, what is really awesome, I find, about great rock fans is and and the music that we were able to make is you can go from nothing but a good time and say unskinny bop all of a sudden we're doing something to believe in every rose has a thorn and go with me on this you go back to your mama don't dance and then the next thing you're doing is is you know uh, and i won't for again and i won't forget you or something to believe in again and you're throwing this stuff back up you're able to change the dynamic or the sound of the song but it, it's seamless it never loses what it is and that's also because when you write that music when you play that music when it meant something to you it never gets old yeah when, when i say it's weird i mean it's just it's freakish that they can still they can do that that you can call out anything and here's the other thing that's beautiful about this tour you guys are both as you said both real cheap trick poison both just real fun true playing bands no bullshit and the other thing about it is in the case of poison a hundred percent still the original lineup, which is incredibly rare. 
And with Cheap Trick, it's three quarters. I mean, Bunny doesn't play anymore, but it's the other, you know, uh, uh, Rick's son Dax does a tremendous job, but it's the front three guys are still there. That You've got a 70s band, 70s-based band playing with you that's three quarters original, and you guys from the 80s that are all original, which is unbelievably rare. And not to mention, let me just take it up a notch from there, the amount of, uh, let's just say, partying that had gone on, the fact that it's original, survived it, and still still yeah. has been kicking ass and having a great time. And, and doing that, 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 I mean, all of it is, uh, and again, let me, let me go back to saying this. I've said it to you a million times, on or off uh, the record, is the, the fact that we can't do this by ourselves. Amazing. Three generations of fans, yourself playing the music, that it, all of us together is what keeps it pumping. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But you guys have to take a lot of credit for that, and you should, because we are in a day and age where you see bands all the time, one original guy, no original guys. I mean, you can count on one hand the amount of bands from any decade that still have their original guys. And of all the bands, who would have thunk Poison? You guys were fighting on stage a few years ago. <laughs> oh, we still throw it in. I told you, you always get Pyro, a prize fight, and a good show. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> when Bobby and out. me can hit each other in the head with a, he hit me with a warlock in my knee, a sharpened warlock green base. <laughs> I got a good, I, I've been throwing ball for a while. I got a good shot with the microphone, right? It, from across the stage, a couple fisticuffs, picked ourselves up and finished talk dirty to me. Never <laughs> missed a beat, got a few stitches and we're at the show the next day. It was wonderful. I, I never will forget when I was when I was working for when that incident happened, I was working for VH1 Classic and I came out and I had done this was before I was doing that metal show and I did right. the last the last interview. We did it here in LA at Henson. I'll never forget you guys had just put out a greatest hits or something. And it was just after that happened. And, and I was worried that worried that the interview was going to get canceled because you just had that dust up on stage. And I was sitting down with the four of you, and I brought it up, and we start talking about it, and nobody could really even figure out what the hell it was about. <laughs> we don't. You know? We still don't know. It, we we think. Let me let me go back to the mystery. This is like a like a one of those mur murder mystery films, right? Without the murder. But let's go back to a little bit here. It started, we think, in Nashville over some songs that were discussed. I wanted to put this back in. They wanted to put this in. Bobby wanted this. The, the beauty of this was that we still gave a crap about what music was going into the set, what we were playing, right. what the show was going to be. So the beauty was great. Unfortunately, it got uh, ironed out on stage uh, <laughs> through a warlock mic slash fist to cuff uh roll around pick herself up finish talk dirty to me moment in atlanta that's where it it started in nashville and then when we say today what was it about none of us know nobody knows <laughs> well we i think like we got into fist me and Cece got in a fist fight let's just laugh even harder in new orleans continued to fight into the hotel lobby out of the bar into the elevator. It was like one of those bad episodes, like an ep no, not a bad episode. It's like an episode of Family Guy or Simpsons. <laughs> you know when they get in a boxing fight and it goes on for like 15 minutes? It went up the elevator. Then they separated us, got in the bus, continued again, and both of us got dropped off in a swamp somewhere in New Orleans, uh, finished it along the road, 
separated the buses and played the next night in back in Georgia. <laughs> so it started in Louisiana, finished in Georgia. Oh man, it's Never great to beat. <laughs> Never missed a note on stage either. Never missed a note. <laughs> Uh, hopefully no, no, hopefully no dust ups on this tour because you guys aren't getting any younger. We want to see in one piece. No no dust ups. I get to get, I'm in good shape. We're, we're all, everybody, I give them credit. Everyone is, is excited to be out there and, and we are, we are really looking forward to it, man. And, and like I said, it's the nothing but a good time tour. We're going to keep it like that. Yeah, that's it. Poison, Cheap Trick, Pop Evil kicks off May 18th in Irvine, California. Go to poisonofficial.com for all the dates. And I'll see you in uh, in a little over a little less than uh, 3 weeks in in Pryor, Oklahoma. We'll do it again and we'll we'll be we'll be running from uh we'll be running from storms out there. <laughs> a different sort of thing we got to worry different dust up you have to worry about out there. <laughs> It's a whole different dust up, but you know what? We're going to, as always, you, me and you, we're going to make it awesome. And I can't wait. And Eddie, love you, brother. And uh, enjoy your time here. And we'll see you soon. All right, man. Love you too. I'll see you guys in, uh, in, in Tulsa. Okay. You know it. Thanks again. See you, man. Well, my thanks to Brett Michaels. Look for Brett and Poison out on tour this summer. Uh, starting very soon, as a matter of fact, I'll be seeing Poison and Cheap Trick at Rocklahoma in less than two weeks when I host that show and both of those bands close out the Saturday night. And uh, always fun to visit with Brett. True character, and uh, we've had some good times over the years. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll come back, and we will be joined by all four members of Alice in Chains after this. This, this is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP, and you might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car you want, and your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Podcast One Sports would like to congratulate Dan Patrick for his hard-earned Emmy nomination at this year's Sports Emmy Awards with A-list guests from the world of sports. Dan Patrick brings you the inside scoop with a dose of humor. People are going to bet on that game because they have to have a reason to watch that game. Congratulations, Dan, and thank you for another year of the finest sports casting around. This guy's got it. Check out the Dan Patrick Show every weekday on Podcast One Sports and Apple Podcasts. And remember to rate and review. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Eddie Trunk back with you on this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. We are now joined by all four members of Alice in Chains who were in the New York studio while I was in L.A. And a quick note on this interview that you're about to hear about two-thirds of the way through we had a technical glitch where somebody cut off my headphone feed uh in in la 
and I wasn't sure that I was still on the air. I could not hear them. I was hearing somebody recording a commercial at the time that uh, they were in the middle of the interview, just out of nowhere. Somebody clipped our feed. And in the studio with me in L.A. was Dizzy Reed of Guns N' Roses, and I'll bring you that interview in the uh, in the coming weeks here on the Eddie Trunk Podcast. So you'll hear Dizzy chime in a little bit on this interview with all four members of Alice in Chains. And again, a little bit of a technical snafu in the middle, and you'll you'll get the sense of what was going on. So have a listen, and uh, you'll figure it out as we go. Alice in Chains right now, part two of this week's Eddie Trunk Podcast. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey, hey. Brother Eddie. What this is, is great. Happening? Yeah, that song sounded good, Dizzy. Sounded really good. Thank you, thank you. There's a little his a lot now. We talked a little bit about this during the break. We don't want to bore everybody to tears, but <laughs> what is beyond the fact that Alice in Chains has done some touring with Guns N' Roses? There's some some history, Dizzy. You have with these guys? Um, we, we, a little bit of golf, a little bit of golf, um, and uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we, that's the wrong term. We lose a lot of golf balls together. Yeah. The the yes, good thing do. is Dizzy sucks a, as bad as Mike and I do, so we were totally comfortable <laughs> playing with each other. And uh, yes. Dizzy and I have actually tried to improve that by we got we got the same golf instructor out in uh, Los Angeles, Bobby Hines, and he's been helping us shave a couple of points off. Bobby uh, Hines, yes. <laughs> immense, immensely that sounds like a golf I, I like coach. B name. Hines, yeah. Hey, B Hines. It's like, it's like, it's like, well, that's, that's Brent Hines' thing too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. B that's, Hines, that's, that's right. Like yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a good buddy of uh, Robbie Krieger. That's how that's how I met yes. him, and uh, uh, get to play with him once in a while too. So, so Jerry, you actually take golf lessons? I do. Yeah, you know, how long? Yeah, you, you do everything like you know bass backwards. You know, like I figure, like when I'm ten years in playing, I take my first lesson. You know, it's been dizzy. I think it's probably about the same same way. Like we probably uh, should. Oh yeah, we probably sure. should have took a couple lessons before we started. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very very masochistic up yeah, until then. But, but we're getting we're we're getting there. Yeah. I was told by a lot of people, like, if you don't, like, I'm 53 years old, a lot of people, and I've never played golf, and a lot of people say to me, if you haven't, don't start now. Just yeah. don't do it. You yeah, don't, don't do want it. to do it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Who's the, so, so who golfs in the band? Obviously, Jerry does, Mike does. Will, William, you, you golfing at all, or are you chilling? What are you doing? Hell no. <laughs> Sean, golfing? Uh, No. His dad, his dad holds it, holds out hope. And he has yeah. a dream that someday. Well, you think Sean will ever come out and play with us? I'm yeah, like, Jerry, nah, I don't think so. Jerry golfs with my dad and all that stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, not yet. Now we know why there's you been know, five Frank, years. Frank, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> well, maybe, you think maybe? No. Yeah. <laughs> now we know why there's been five years waiting for an Alice in Chains record. Jerry's been too busy golfing with yeah. Mike. It's a good place to kick around ideas, though. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. (laughs) So talking about uh, a new record, a great new song and video that's come out, and tell me a little bit about uh, about this and when the record's coming and give us a, I mean the song people were calling my radio show last week when the song hit and they were like man have you heard it it's so killer so the response out there has been amazing to it I'm sure you guys are feeling that as well right Yeah it's good I mean uh, in a day or two how long when did it come out a couple of days ago a couple of days ago yeah yeah. Um, yeah it's kind of kind of weirdo jagged thing with a kind of a trippy middle and a cool chorus and stuff so 
uh, it's good to see people reacting to it. We just did a interview with somebody uh, for a guy, a guy who just couldn't get the title together <laughs> three times. The one you know. It's is the title. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. one. Hey, see, look at that. Yeah. The I'm one the, you know. I'm huh? the one you know. Yeah. See, not, you've come to a, pro- you've come one a you professional know. now. Yeah. I know the freaking name of the record. Yeah. The one you know. You're not going to mess it so, up. You're you're no, a rock historian. No. It's written come down on. right in front of you. Read it. Read it. Google, Google, yeah. Google that shit. It's a good tune. We we uh, we played it for the first time in what was it? Will North Carolina? Yeah, it was yeah. Carolina Rebellion. Yeah, and uh, made it through, and uh, it sounded pretty good. We've been playing it ever since, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah. That was just this past weekend, right? Yeah, a couple days yeah. ago, yeah, two gigs ago. Yeah. So that was the that was the first time you you broke it out live and yeah. it went down with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like the old days where we were like writing stuff on tour in front of people and playing versions you know it's kind of different now everybody films everything so it's like you kind of gotta wait till it comes out yeah. officially and then you play it you don't have to but i mean it's like we, we it's prefer. better you don't want your first introduction of of the tune to be the i've always the felt that way since recording. things have switched yeah. you know 30, yeah, but. yeah five five thousand shitty sounding iphone recordings of your tune for everybody to comment on yeah Right, right. You know, so it's kind of I mean, it's kind of a different thing. It's not that you can't, but I mean, we'd we'd prefer that people hear it the way that we intended it, and then we go out and fuck it up live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. the huge. We right. do the huge. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which here's how it's supposed to go. And now here's our version of it right now. It. Here's what you get. Here's our version of us doing it right now. Uh, yeah. You know, you talk, You guys talked about touring with, uh, I mentioned you guys touring with Guns N' Roses. And, and any shenanigans go on between the two bands while you guys are out there together? Did you see each other much? Dizzy? Anything? I mean, we never met them. <clears throat> who, <laughs> who? Who are you talking about? Uh, We've never met them. I've never met them. They're uh, like big Bigfoot. We've done a lot of touring with, 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 with guns, and we also went out and uh, toured with Velvet Revolver, too. So, you know, we've 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 been friends with all these guys for a lot of years and really fortunate it's to a, be it's able a good, to. It's a good bill. Yeah. Good yeah. Bill. yeah. Uh, you I want mean, to feel old. Well, I'll tell you real quick. You want to feel feel old as dirt, speaking of touring, though. Mm. I felt like 100 years old coming off this weekend because I, I don't know if I said this to you, Dizzy, but one of the I was at the Dio Cancer Fund event on, on yesterday. One of the bands that played Slash's Son is in. Wow. I was like, wow. oh, my God. It, it's called, They're called Classless Act. They cool. made their live debut yesterday. They're playing opening for Steven Adler at the Whiskey here in L.A. Mm-hmm. on Thursday. What, what Slash's is, is Son he... is the drummer. Oh, drummer. Cool. Nice. He's the drummer, yeah. And it was just like, I'm like, oh, my God, because I was at, it seemed like yesterday I'm at Slash's house, and he was yelling at him to go to bed. And I'm like, now this kid is playing drums. Like, what's going on? And then Duff's daughter has a band. Yeah, she's great. And they play, they play, they open for guns sometimes, too. Sean's Sean's nephew's the the drummer of that. Yeah, my nephew, my nephew Keenan's the drummer, so Grace... Yeah. McKagan and my nephew. What's that a, band called again? That band's called like got a, Pink Slips. Got an interband spawn yeah. band. Yeah. They're really they're really good. They're really great <laughs> band. Then yeah. Robert Trujillo's kid was playing bass and corn for a band. Oh yeah, he's badass. Yeah, yeah. which was he's crazy. The yeah. kid's like fourteen. He was yeah. in South America. Yeah, with he's corn. great though. Yeah, he's really good. Ty's great. That's amazing, <clears> man. So so you guys are out already, right? You're touring now. When is this? When is the full record coming out? What's the story with that? In the future. Is it done? <laughs> In the future. Kind of iron late summer, but we'll see. Yeah, I think think you know probably end of end of August area kind of window somewhere in there. 
Is it a case of finding the window that you want to put it out or finishing it? Are you done with it? Well, it's, I, th- it's it, I think it's more more a, a situation of we just we just have you know we just partnered with BMG just recently, so we still got to get all our ducks in in line and figure out you know artwork and all that kind of stuff and hire some and, ducks. Yeah, we got to get some ducks. <laughs> we yeah. have to get as a yeah. union apparently. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it's cool. We're, ex- we're excited with. about it. They're excited about it, and uh, we made a really great record. I think you know. So uh, we'll we'll see what everybody else thinks about it but we're pretty happy with it it's and you, know, you talk a, you talk a little bit about uh how people are exposed getting exposed to new music these days you pretty much led the the charge on this by putting out a video for it i mean that was the way you more or less announced the song right yeah well there's 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 a, there's a few irons in the fire of, of some interesting stuff uh, uh sean sean started talking to uh this director who was uh making a making them kind of making up a, a movie kind of a cool dark kind of sci-fi edge edgy kind of film right and yeah. we were talking about maybe doing the visual uh you know two separate pieces of 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 work and art but maybe kind of molding them together and so that that's kind of like a little episodic thing of the first yeah so the thing. video is sort of a, the first chapter of yeah the, of the the molding of the two it's together. kind of a cool idea yeah just trying to have cool content, you know, stuff that keeps us in, uh, interested the outside of just music, you know, to try to, you know, focus on. We, we finish the record, and then there's all the other stuff, and this band's always controlled everything down to the font, you know, our artwork and everything about the band. Some people, a lot of people in the, in the do the music, they don't really have a lot of control over all aspects of their career, but we've always just been super deep on everything, you know, calling all the shots uh, for the whole career so it's kind of continues that way and it's just trying to find d- things we haven't done before it's always you know? cool working with other cool creative people too that yeah, have yeah. different visions and you know yeah and you do oh, the, things the, we the haven't done before the video looks cool as hell I mean for people who haven't seen it you can go to the band's website and you can see it it's right there on the homepage of uh, got a head com. got a head banging amoeba <laughs> <laughs> But I love the uh, it, yeah, but I love the lighting in it though. It's it's got it's just got such a cool look. Even if you're looking at it on like an iPhone or something small, it's just it, it has a really oh, really cool. cool vibe to it. That's yeah. just that's, a, that's just our rehearsal room. low lighting yeah. rehearsal room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> William, let me ask you this, man. You've been in the band now. I've just realized this. Tw- is it twelve years? Yes. Does it feel like twelve years? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like twenty seven years. <laughs> William, does it feel like a lot longer? <laughs> yes. And and uh, you know it's funny. Like time, time is time is a is a is a weird thing. You know, some people say, "Oh, time's an illusion," because it is. It, it, it's weird how your mind perceives it. In some ways, it feels like every bit of twelve years. In some ways, it feels like you know five minutes. You know, it's just. There, there are certain things I look back on that, you know, the early, early tours we did that seem like, God, it was a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. And, and then there are other things where it's just like, yeah, I just blinked and suddenly we're three albums deep and we're out here again touring around. So it's, it is a weird kind of, kind of thing. Um, the way that trying to, trying to size all this up and trying to, um, you know, and that's why I tend to concentrate more on what we're doing right now. Like, I want to get through this day of press. I want to get through this gig tonight. And then you do the same thing tomorrow. And then the tomorrows just line up and line up and line up. And you look back and it's like, oh, 
it's been this many years. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. You know? Um, but it's cool. You know, it's cool. Um, and I, I dig this record. So, you know, we're just going to see how everybody else digs it. Did, has it surprised you how, or for all the guys in the band, I mean, that, that now you're three albums in with, with William, William as the singer and the response. I mean, I mean, listen, everybody is going to always, uh, remember and celebrate lane and what he did but i think it's pretty amazing you 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 think there's these guys that can't be replaced and they're never going to be embraced but william i mean from the fans you've got to feel now after the time you've put in uh the 12 the 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 12 years and three now a third studio record it really's got to feel like a lot more of a comfortable situation for you i imagine with each each passing year it did right yeah um again yes and then on the other side of it, there's what I put myself through and what, you know, just the standards I hold myself to and the 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 challenges that I um, that I see for myself, that I perceive for myself or that in some instances I even set for myself. And so for me, it's never comfortable, comfortable, you know, and and I don't I don't know if I could ever get to a place where that would be the case, but. I understand what you're saying, and yes, in some respects, that's very true. Um, just you know, time put in, and, and and people, the world has more of a chance to get used to to me and 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 the whole thing. But but uh, you know, I'm a musician, and and so it's it's never comfortable. <laughs> it's like you you put yourself through this stuff, and then it's just like oh, I want to be better than I want. You know, I want to, and and time marches on, and and doing these tours, doing these shows at the standard to which you want to do it becomes harder. It becomes a higher bar that you set, and it becomes harder to meet that bar. So that's how I look at it. It's just more like uh, you know, here we go again. Can I do it again? Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Absolutely, and I'm going to do it better. And you know, and and you do stuff like I put out this guitar uh, just a month ago and designed this guitar and doing the amps and you know just stuff that makes it interesting makes it fun sets new challenges uh, along with the music and it's just like we were talking about with the film same thing we want to we want to do new things so that's weird I'm just know. the opposite of that I, the only place I'm comfortable is jamming playing bass you know I just lo- I love this shit man I'm not sure what happened but I'm hearing a commercial right now Ed. Oh. somebody jumped our line Huh. Wait, you're not hearing us? Wow, this we got cut off. the craziest thing ever. Huh. All right, hang on one sec here. Happy Mother's Day. Hello? Is today Mother's Day? No. Is it? Sunday. Hello, hello, hello. Hmm. When? Hmm. Hey, can you hear us, Ed? Hey, you need to route Hello, hello. Somebody cut the line on us. <laughs> uh, these guys are really boring. Uh, hey, well, can we cut these off? Wait a minute! Now you're back. I can hear you guys. You can hear us? In the middle of in the middle of of Williams uh, talking, we just got cut to a. I had nothing. Yeah, to do yeah, reading yeah. a live commercial. I don't know if that was on the air. What the awesome. hell just happened no, there, yeah. man? No, no, no. That was <laughs> just <laughs> in your headphones, Eddie. We remain just in here. My, no, no. It's just in here. your head. It's just oh, in your head. Jesus. So, so we fixed. So we fixed. <laughs> you didn't, the, we you didn't fixed take your medication live. tomorrow. This oh morning. Oh my God! Eddie's hearing voices. You're hearing the voices. I felt like. I felt like Carrie on Homeland. If you guys watch Homeland, I was yeah. having a moment here. The voices oh, no, no, again. Geez. 
Dizzy I'm, and I were looking at each other like, what, what, is this really happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order those uh, the berries, though, whatever it was, for Mother's Day. <laughs> there was a live commercial. Oh, Sherry, was it berries. a Sherry's Berries commercial? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so it worked. It worked. Yeah. 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 Their plan worked. Good, it was a good yeah. deal, yep. yeah. yeah. Cool. Dizzy went running out to the phone and started dialing Sherry's Berries. I, <laughs> I did. What the hell happened. There you go. <laughs> Holy shit, that there was crazy. Go. Um, so anyway, I, I we we lost William in the middle of him talking. At least I did. I know the audience didn't. But just no, to- no, no, Eddie. On on volume on the channel, we we remained on the air. Okay. You okay. only lost that. In are your we still on so- the air? <laughs> we're, still- <laughs> say, we're, we're just here Where solving a, solving a glitch like live. <laughs> Why it's live, folks. Yeah. It's live. Much, folks. Yeah, much, much to the Am dismay of the audience, yeah. we are still on the air. Yeah. Am I really? <laughs> um, one uh, one other thing on this because before we run out of time, I, and I'm curious for for Sean, Mike, Jerry. You guys having, I mean, doing this and finding a guy like William now, even though it's been, now you're coming into your third record in 12 years in the yep. band. I mean, got to be a hell of a relief to know that this worked. So many guys try to do this and maybe they pick the wrong guy and implodes. The fans don't accept it. I mean, this is this has got to feel like really good yeah. that this is working the way it is. Well, you know, it's just, uh, we started off on this with a really pure intent and, and, uh, you know, William and I have some history of, of touring and, and playing and, and making music before uh, we started, Sean and Mike and I started talking about the idea of of getting the band back together and maybe doing a tour and just going out and celebrating the music and kind of maybe leaving the band in a better place uh, than we left it and also celebrating our friends, uh, you know, uh, Lane at the time and then, and then Mike later. So... Um, you know, William was willing to take on that challenge, and and we never looked at it as a part of somebody as replaceable because Lane Staley is not replaceable, you know, and and Mike Starr's not replaceable. Their period of time with us uh, uh, in the band on those records is is indelible and, and completely uh, unique. Uh, you know, when Mike joined the band and when William joined the band, those were new eras, and they were. Uh, important additions and 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 as equally important and so trying to celebrate all of that stuff and 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 uh make it work i think we've just done done things the same way that we've always done them whatever feels right and it felt right at the time we all talked to each other and said hey do you want to take this on william had a huge challenge obviously he was going to take a lot of shit you know a little from some people up front right and you did and you did still do and 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 us too you know no lane no chains you know shit like that you know it's like this is our band is that the chant i didn't know that was one of them that's one of them it's just like the troll shit you know but but this is our band this is our music these are our friends and and we are we're lucky enough to be able to to have worked through those challenges and continue to move forward and to create a new chapter for this band. Yeah. And we've created three of them, three new big chapters in this book that yeah. is Alice in Chains. I mean, we and played a lot of and games, we're, man. With and them. we're all still sitting here, you know, yeah. and, and, and we're going to go tonight and we're going to play a sold out show right. and, and people still want to hear it and it's cool, yeah. you know. Um, that's a really magical thing. And it's also something I'm really proud of, you know, that we soldiered on through all of that stuff and and instead of just you know hanging it up and and it felt right to do that um and who knows where we go from here you know i mean we're at the very beginning of another campaign uh, we right. just dropped the tune a couple of days ago we'll probably give you guys another one you know and maybe another eight weeks or so and then drop the record at the end of summer hopefully and we'll probably be rolling well into next year i would hope yeah yeah 
And, yeah. and I love, I mean, the guitar, the vocal interplay between William and, and uh, Jerry is is amazing. But the guitar stuff going on too. I mean, I would say I would say that's probably the one big difference with the uh, what, what's going on now is that that William, you pretty much play guitar almost the whole set as, as, these days, right? Well, I mean, it's about half and half. It depends on what songs we choose for that particular night's set. But I think mm-hmm. the I think the main thing is that I came into this as a as a fully realized musician, and and I'm I'm a guitar player first. I actually that's all I ever wanted to be singing came much later for me uh more as a young adult and and it was only because I was I started writing tunes in my late teens early 20s that I couldn't trust to anybody else to sing them you know it was almost like this is too personal so I became a singer and in this band uh had to develop a whole thing of of playing without a guitar uh, for certain songs, so how he, to free him? He was air guitaring for like two years. You were <laughs> <No>. air guitaring. <laughs> you gave him a tennis no, racket. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Running around with a tennis yeah, racket. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun. No, but if you if you look if you look at the early you know footage of us on the very first shows we were doing and the early tours we did, it was sort of like I had to figure out immediately how to freehand a mic in front of a lot of people. Uh, and 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 kind of transform myself. But the guitar always came first, and so I think yeah. that that. Yeah. That is the major difference is that, um, you know, coming in, it adds a whole other dimension to this group and uh, and it allows us to do things uh, with new music that couldn't have been done before. And it allows us to interpret older material in a way that it could never have been done yeah. before. Lane was a pure <clears throat> singer that that kind of learned how to play guitar right i remember when we were on like Lollapalooza, him hanging out with like morello and stuff and right. she teaching him a few chords and he wrote out. some of the a couple of the greatest tune uh, guitar riffs we ever yeah, did yeah, yeah. angry chair hate yeah. to feel yeah uh head creeps well my thanks to allison chains for dropping by the new stuff sounds good looking forward to seeing them out there on the road very very soon Speaking of being on the road, I'll see you at Rocklahoma Memorial Weekend. I'll see you at the IDL Ballroom in Tulsa, May 30th for Striper. I will see you at the venue in Cincinnati on June 9th for my speaking show. And I'll see you at the Seminole Hard Rock for Poison and Cheap Trick on July 1st. Docking at the IDL July 13th. July 28th, it is Bisto Blanco. Free show at the IDL in Tulsa. Other stuff coming up includes Faster Pussycat IDL August 18th, Scorpions and Queensryche, Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood September 12th, 80s in the Sand Resort Destination event happening November 3rd in the Dominican Republic. All of the information on everything I have going on is on the homepage of eddytrunk.com. The interviews you just heard are courtesy of my daily radio show on Sirius XM Volume 106 called Trunk Nation. Hear it live every day, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, replaying every night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Also, important note here, if you do not have Sirius XM and you live in the U.S. or Canada, you have it now for free. Until May 29th, all radios, if they're inactive, are turned on for free. You can also listen free online if you don't have a radio. Go to SiriusXM.com for more information and check out my daily show. You get just a tiny taste of it here on the podcast. Check it out if you are not a subscriber and you're in the U.S. and Canada for free. Until May 29th, all inactive radios are now turned on. Go to 106 and check out my show daily. Thanks for listening to the podcast as usual. It is produced by Katie Irizarry. I'll see you next Thursday for another all-new episode. 
Donna DiRico. And I'm Sharice Neal. We've traveled the world, created businesses, acted for film and television, all since breaking up with our Motley Crue ex-husbands. Join us for our new podcast, Single AF, where we'll be talking about the three Ds. Dating, deal breakers, and No, girl, douchebags and drugs, but yes, definitely Oh, good. Listen free and subscribe to Single AF exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review.